Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. All right, everybody. Welcome to Whiskey Welcome and Wonder. Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. Uh, this is the third time we've done this. Try number three. <laughs> I've screwed up the recording, so we're going to blow through all this stuff right now. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. I'm Tyler. That's Megan. Yep. And uh, we're Whiskey and Wonder, where yeah. uh, every week Tyler and I get together and we... Screw something up. Do something wrong 71 episodes in. Oh my God. Um, this is bad. We're never going to get it right. So hang on to your butts. Uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> just to let y'all know. So the first time it, we started recording and there was no sound on the video. And the second time we started recording, the video started... It, it recorded with sound, but the actual podcast side didn't record. So this time we've got it all going. By the Are you sure? God. Are you I sure? Positive. <laughs> we have been like 10 minutes into this both times before I realized it. Uh, but, uh, all right. So um, quick announcements. Uh, check the store. We've still got Whiskey Wonder glasses. Go buy some. WhiskeyWonder.com under the shop tab. Moving on. <laughs> Yes, good, sweet, simple. Sorry, yeah, I'm going straight for it. Um, we started an infinity bottle for bourbon and scotches. We don't have the bottles yet, but we have started putting up polls. And uh, we started with that last week with the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select picked by the North Carolina Bourbon Society. And it unanimously was voted in. So as soon as we get the bottles... That'll be the first uh, whiskey going into that bur bourbon bottle. Absolutely. And if you don't know what an infinity bottle is, quick summary. Like I said, we're going we're gonna to speed zoom through this. Um, is It's a bottle. Essentially, so distilleries, sometimes they just get bourbon or get whiskeys that other distillers have made and mix them and create their own blend. And so essentially and then an stick their name on it and say, we made this. Yeah. And essentially an infinity bottle is your personalized version of that. So uh, we're going to let you guys make the choices for all the bourbons and all the scotches that we drink on here. If it makes it into the infinity bottle. And so far we have one winner. Now you will need to be a patron on our Patreon to vote. So that's how we host the polls is through Patreon. So you can do that at uh, patreon.com slash whiskey and wonder. Um, our other social media stuff, check us out at whiskeywonder.com. We got a lot of cool stuff there. Like I said, the glassware is there under the shop tab. We've got whiskeys that we've done before and what episodes, if you want to go back and listen to anything for a particular whiskey. And what we've rated them. Yes, and what we've rated them. Uh, we've got little bios on us. We've got whiskeys that we want to try. Maybe you could go on there and check out, see if, you know, we got one of your favorites on there. Mm -hmm. um, some of the stuff we haven't been able to get yet. Some of the stuff where, you know, it just, we got to buy it. Money. Yeah. And, so. and if you uh, have a favorite that is not on there, email us and let us know at contact at whiskeyandwonder.com. And we'll add it there because we want to try your favorite whiskey. What she said. Um, also, check us out on YouTube. Uh, just uh, search Whiskey and Wonder. We'll come up. And just make sure you subscribe and you you like us and you hit the bell because that goes a long way to putting us in YouTube's algorithms. All the other all the other socials I'm gonna pop up right here on the screen on YouTube and they'll be in the show notes down below if you're listening to this um, audio audio wise. So uh, yes. the last thing we want to say is. To those that are supporting us, whether it's 
through donations or through, you know, likes and subscribes and spreading the word and telling their friends, you know, everybody out there, uh, we, we just can't say we appreciate you enough. It's yeah, been, thank you so much. Yep. It's been that time of the year where uncle Sam wants his, his dime for, from the business. So, you know, always got to pay, pay old uncle Sam and been a rough month. Yep. So we, we just appreciate y'all support. It keeps this going. It keeps us going. It, it just, we couldn't do it without you. So even if it's just telling your friends that, that like whiskey and, or even just people that like to learn some kind of interesting fact or knowledge or just have a curious nature. Yeah. You know, just pass us along. It helps more than you know. Thank you guys. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a round of applause. Now, before we move anywhere, are we still recording? Uh, are we? Yes. We're, we're good? good. We're good. Everybody can hear us. Speak up now if you can't. Okay, right. we're good. We're, we're good. good. The open segment. So I'm going to confess here that I've already heard half of Megan's open segment. So <laughs> but tell me again. I'll try to ask the questions exactly the way I did the first time. <laughs> um, I, I think I started with, well, I keep yawning or I need to stop yawning or something, which I'm yes. about to like yawn right now and I can't uh, stop it. Oh, no. It's one of those things that's contagious. Now I'm having to fight it sorry. because I saw it in, on the screen. Oh, I'm sorry. It's that's the right. worst. Um, I've just had a really rough week uh, uh, dealing with... Uh, idiots just i'm surrounded by idiots um and i'm i'm trying to teach idiots how to do things that they claim to be really interested and want to do and but they're not willing to put in any work so they aren't willing to study or uh i i don't know how they expect that they're gonna learn anything um magic so i've i've been uh, every day this week uh trying to somehow get through uh, and teach them something when they claim they want to learn and yet are showing no initiative whatsoever, which is great. So I believe about this time I asked a question of it's not anybody that listens, is it? And I said, no, no, it's not, <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Um, I will not say names just in case this is a person who listens. And if it is, mm, sorry, fucking study, please. Like, do better. Do better, yeah. Do better. I can't tell you that to your face, but I can tell you it on my podcast. Do better. I can tell you to your face. Do better. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. I got you. <laughs> um, And then I, of course, had to br bring the downer uh, out um, that Daenerys, uh, the cancer cat, is getting worse and worse every day. Um, and uh, we are, we're thinking that we're real close to... Uh, letting her go. Uh, her quality of life is still positive and still where it should be, but we can see that it is on the decline. So uh, I don't know how how much longer we have left. Well, I hate to hear that. Um, I think you were talking about that about the time I was realizing. Yeah, we so were. I didn't. I didn't get to say that earlier. Um, but you know. That's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah. You know, fuck is, cancer. Yep. It, it it's a, 
I, I don't even have words for it, man. It's just a shit situation. So. Yep. Well, thank you, Tyler. Yep. Um, I honestly, uh, I shouldn't laugh right after we we're talking about that <laughs> that grim of a subject. Um, I honestly don't remember what I said on here last week in the wonder segment. I don't remember if I mentioned my grandfather or not. What's going on with him? Everything is blurred together. Yeah, I know. So tell I don't know it. if you've talked to me on the podcast or outside the podcast or. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. Um, but uh, just repeat yourself. So just a quick summary. Um, I guess three Saturdays ago. No. It's been two. So last, sat- last Saturday, I went out to my grandparents' house. And I had gone out two weeks prior. My grandmother had fallen. And my grandfather had helped her up. And apparently that took a lot out of him. And I don't know if that played into any of this or not. But a couple of days later, he was going to the bathroom one night. And he fell and hit his head. And then he went absolutely... Uh, completely different. 180 personality change. Yeah, like violent. Head not, injuries are no yeah. joke. Yeah, and it, it, it got bad. Like, he was weak, he was shaking, he got backwards on his medicine, apparently, and, and just... So we ended up going back out last Saturday, and it was night and day difference in two weeks. Um, so... The the progression is that he, he was this is a man that goes to bed at like ten o'clock at night religiously every night since I've known him uh for twenty nine years. Um apparently he was being up all night uh tormenting my grandmother. Oh not not like tormenting her, but just he was up all night and didn't understand where he was and didn't know if he was alive or dead. And he was oh like my God. ripping phones out of the wall. And just the cops were called one night because he found one of his guns. I went out there the the second time I went out there after he was a lot worse. I, I took all the ammunition for the guns. So thank good. Yeah. Thank there you. was, there was no, no risk of that. We took all the knives as well. Um, but you know, it just got bad. So she called the cops one night. And I guess got him to settle down. And then the next day, nope, two days later, she couldn't get him to respond. Uh, like he was asleep. He was breathing, but he like wouldn't respond. He wouldn't stay awake to even answer a question. Mm. Even for the paramedics when they got there, um, he would be awake. They'd wake him up and then he'd fall back asleep before he could answer that question. Um, oh, my God. That's where we think he got his medicine backwards on medicine he was supposed to be taking at night he was taking during the daytime or in the morning so it was putting his ass to sleep <laughs> and so oh. he was up all night because he's sleeping all day oh. and he ended up uh, uh i don't remember what the catalyst was because i've it's been such a blur this week it's been busy and i haven't been uh out there until this weekend but he ended up in the hospital. They took him for a, T, a CT scan on Monday, and that came out fine. Um, and then Thursday, he ended up in the hospital. Um, they did an MRI, and they found that he had a small stroke on the left side of his brain. 
but they don't think that that is impacting the behavior changes because there was one uh, I went, so we, Shelby and I went to the hospital Saturday morning to see him and um, it, it like that apparently he had woken up and tried to get violent with the nurses. Like that's an 80, 88 year old man getting violent. You know, wow. so it's not really violent, but I mean, it's still yeah. Unsettling like he balled his and fist up and he tried to throw, <laughs> he tried to throw a pitcher of water. <laughs> apparently, um, I shouldn't laugh at it, but you know, it's kind of funny to picture this very frail old man trying to throw a pitcher of water that weighs almost as much as he does. <laughs> no, um, nurses don't get paid enough, and CNAs don't get paid enough. No, they don't. But <laughs> um, yeah, so we went and hung out with him, and he seemed a lot more. Alert and lucid, and um, he was definitely frustrated. He was in the hospital, in the hospital, but we were able to. My my grandmother's not. Uh, she's not able to make it to the hospital. To, okay, she can't to, like yeah. get around. Well, like- she can get around. She just she's got some. I don't want to say her business out like that, but she's got some issues that just don't okay. let her okay. go out and about the way she would like to. Um, and she's also a fall risk anyway. So, But uh, we were able to get FaceTime going uh, through my aunt's phone and Shelby's phone. Apparently, my phone's not good enough because I have not an iPhone. So An iPhone, they're stupid. Yep. But anyway... They were able to see each other, and and we got everything. There was an issue with the phone in his room. We got that handled, and so as it stands right now, last I heard, I didn't hear anything today. Um, they're looking for, they're waiting on a room uptown, um, because they want him to be uh, under observation from a neurologist for a little while. So. Okay. Because they don't think the stroke had anything to do with the change in mood. And, I mean, was he ever like a violent man? Like, this is not normal behavior no, for not, him? not normal. He was never. He said he was. <laughs> when I <laughs> I asked him Saturday morning, I was like, why'd you get violent with the nurses? And he's like, who got violent? I'm peaceful. I'm a peaceful person. Um, I just thought it was kind of funny then. <laughs> well... <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he's, uh, he's a peaceful person. He's in his right mind. Um, for the most part, like he, he, I, the, the biggest thing was just slurred speech to where I, you know, I, I couldn't understand him and I grew up with him. Um, you know, and it's been going that way for years with him because he's, he's Puerto Rican. So he's got an accent and, you know, but anyway, that's the, uh, that's been the highlight of my week. Well, snap. Everything's, um, everything else is blended together. Um, I'm, this upcoming week, I'm watching my, my buddy's dog uh, while they go to Europe. For uh, I'll be watching him for, I don't know, like 17 days, I think. And that'll be, that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. I know the dog you're going to be watching, and I'm super excited to see said dog. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I know my dog. They they grew up together, and he'll he'll have a great time. So that uh, I guess that about wraps it up. I'm excited to have. I think if 
If memory serves, I have an actual Friday off completely. Oh, wow. I'm working neither job on Friday if my memory serves. and <laughs> It'll be I, nice just to... I'm not looking forward to it at all. No. No. I'm looking forward to not working uh, the brewery for a night, but... I had this realization yesterday driving in the car. It came to me that I was not going to be able to work on Friday, even though I had scheduled things to do for Friday because my week is so full already. Mm. So now I'm just like, crap. You have to find I've, a place to get I've that gotta done. I've got to smush it into like, I just lost an entire day of work. So I'm really, I, I'm thrilled to be off. But I am not looking forward to how smush this week is going to be. So, but I'll get through it. Yep, we all will. Yep, and we'll uh, we will survive. There you go. Dunna dunna dunna. I think something. I don't know. I am seeing Tyler move. I don't oh, like that. I, I have <laughs> no idea what song you just tried. That. that. I'm not going to sing it again. Fuck I, that. I will survive. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. But okay. uh, I don't want to hear the playback. Let's not do that. <laughs> uh, oh, let's not save that. All right. Um, <laughs> music is not my strong suit. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on then. Opening the bottle. We doing this, y'all. <laughs> Today, we are drinking Eagle Rare. Uh, this is another bourbon from Buffalo Trace. It's uh, the distilleries. This is their like. Second. This is like the next one up from Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Um, so Eagle Rare bourbon whiskey is masterfully crafted and carefully aged for no less than 10 years. Every barrel is discriminately selected to offer consistent flavor but with a seemingly individual personality. Ooh, I can smell it already over here. I know. It's got a lovely smell it to does. it. It does. Wow. Um, Eagle Rare is a bourbon that lives up to its name with its lofty, distinctive taste experience. So lots of very uh, boistful, uh, I, I guess, talks. Uh, it has won quite a few awards, though. So in 2021, it took the gold at both the American Whiskey Masters and the North American Bourbon and Whiskey Competition. Um, and so far in 2022, it has won silver at the International Wine and Spirits Competition. Um, and I think its uh, price point is about 60 Yeah, 60 to 70 MSRP. Don't go pay... I think that's what the MSRP is. Maybe it's a little less. Um, but don't go pay $120 or however much uh, people are charging for this. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see. Uh, right here online, I can see $50, $51.99. So, yeah. Um, uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to friend John again. Uh, friend Johnny T, uh, same one from two or three episodes ago. He's the one that donated the Weller uh, Antique 107. He also was kind enough to give me this bottle as well. So 
Thank you, yes, John. Thank you, and friend Johnny. I know he is. Uh, I know he is always on the lookout for stuff to to get us for cheap. So that's hard to find. Uh, he's got a he's got a freaking horseshoe, man. When it comes to these, nice like finding these things. So nice. He's the be- He's the he's the dude. Um. So I have I have smelled. Nice. Smelled, nice. Nice. Uh, this whiskey. I have smelled it before. Yes, I'm going to start saying smelled. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I think I might just prefer smelt. <laughs> I'm going to say smelled it. Of course smelled. you are. <laughs> um, so I have smelled, smelled this whiskey before, and I immediately thought molasses. Oh, I immediately thought orange. Um, really? Yeah, immediately. Super orange, super citrusy orange juice, just like when you poured it. Yeah, okay, I I get that, but I got the sweet, overwhelming molasses flavor. Yeah, when when you poured it, like when I smelled it before, uh, it was actually like in my nose. It it smelled almost like you were pouring a type of orange juice or orange drink of some sort. Um, so that's that's what was overwhelmingly uh, there to me. Um, I am getting definitely something sweet. I feel like it's sweeter than molasses. Molasses is kind of, um, molasses. Yeah. It's kind of like molasses. <laughs> um, so I feel like this is sweeter than molasses. I'm leaning more towards a honey, um, like a honey or a, a sh- caramel butterscotch, any, any of those, something a little bit sweeter, more candy than, molasses nobody likes molasses yeah i i get the orange and i definitely get a sweet uh, i don't know i i I can't really pinpoint any of these flavors that's hard to put my fingers on uh well so it says the nose is complex with aromas of toffee um hints of orange peel herbs honey Leather and oak. Uh, so, I mean, it is definitely, there is a lot of different smells in here, um, but I'm, I don't get any leather. I'm not getting any oak. Um, not, I, I guess I could call the sweet a toffee. Yeah, we can go with toffee. Toffee, honey. Um, I'd go with honey for it. I'd go with toffee. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Just overwhelmingly orange, I would say. Uh, that's what I I get is orange or uh, lots of citrus, mainly orange. I'm gonna keep saying orange. 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 Well, <clears throat> I just took a took a sip of it, and that is a also complicated, mm. complex. Um, I kind of got. Uh, I, it almost tasted like that orange on the front end a little bit, but then it really went away and turned kind of um, earthy, definitely a leathery flavor in there in the middle. A uh, 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 quick, like, swift kick of spice, and then it all just kind of went away. Yeah, 
Um, definitely get that orange kind of hitting first. Um, the finish is very dry. I mean, it's not very dry. It is just dry. Um, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Dry. Yeah, it's a it's a dry finish. Um, the pepper, uh, the burn is like a black pepper, I would say. Um, and so it, it's not overwhelming. Um, I don't know what proof this is, Tyler. I think it what 101, something like that. It should be on 90. 90. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take that down 11. Um, so it's definitely not a crazy burn or anything like that. Um, I just, I, I, there, there was definitely a, it kind of feels like getting hit in the face with like, uh, it feels like getting hit in the face with shaving cream and then you wipe it all off and it's over. Like it's very, (laughs) that was. All right. Or like a cream pie. Like it's very. No, well, you're shitting fucking buttons. Um, I'm just looking relaxed. Okay. Um, It's it's like it's a flavor that's like really there and like goopy, but is really easy to get off. Like it (laughs) just. Two hours later. <laughs> like, you can just wipe it off. <laughs> Fuck me. What am I saying? I don't know. We've only done this 70-something episodes. Yeah. It's fine. Uh-huh. One thing I just noticed is as it sat on my mouth, it's kind of lingering, like, in the bottom of my jaw in, like, a little pocket there, and it tastes, like, chocolatey. It's got a little bit mm. of a chocolate flavor. Okay. Okay, so, I can pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I can get some chocolate. Yeah, so that that is one thing I noticed, and, and that's been... I haven't had a sip since before your terrible... Don't, let's not... Terrible. <laughs> terrible, it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I can definitely get some chocolate. Um, that kind of lingers for a minute there. Um, yeah, I get the... Now that I've noticed it, I get the chocolate throughout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say that I I'm agreeing with that. Yeah, that's a um, that's a definitely a unique profile. Talk, talk to us about what we're supposed to. So we are. Um, the taste is bold and dry, and delicate. Bold and dry and delicate. I feel like you can't be bold and delicate, but. What do I know? Uh, with notes of candied almonds and very rich cocoa. So, yes, chocolate. Uh, candied almonds. I mean, I guess... Mm, I'm going to try to force myself to taste some almond here. Let's see. I, there goes that noise again. I don't... I'm not a particularly an almond fan. I don't taste any there. But I don't either. I can't get almond. Um, the finish is dry and lingering, 
Buffalo Trace is, but it is not lingering. It, it it's is. lingering for me. It lingers down here, but it's not an overpowering linger. It is a... Uh, okay, it's lingering. I mean, I disagree. I don't think it's really lingering no? that much. All right. Um, so uh, I want to... Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to prep for later in the show, actually. Um <laughs> I'm trying to go ahead and pull up my trivia with Tyler because it's a good one. Uh, this is the one I said like two or three weeks ago would be a really, really oh, good one. Oh, we're finally there. Yeah, we're finally there. So um, I want to, before we move on, I want to try something. I Something popped up here. So I'm going to hit this button again. Two hours later. Okay. That okay. button did not do it. So I just learned something. What? What'd you learn? Nothing. It's uh, it, it, everything is as it should be. Oh, I thought I had said something up wrong. Oh, okay. Well, so we are we are good. Uh, unless you have anything else you'd like to comment on Eagle Rare. Uh, no. I mean, let's uh, let's sip on this for a little bit, and uh, we will um, get back to you about what our final thoughts are at the end of the episode. But uh, uh, yeah, we'll. We shall see. Here we go. It's time for the wonder segment. All right, y'all. It's my week. You know what that means? Short and sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet to the point. Uh, yep. Um. So I actually had a topic in mind. I flirted with it all week. Um, and I, I pulled out at the last second and I went to something different, um, just because I couldn't figure out how to make my topic, my, my original topic. I find it interesting, but I think it would be a snoring topic for most people. Hmm. So it's on the list. I might go back to it one day, but today, uh, we're going to talk about something that was on my list and it's something that in my opinion, it's one of the most fascinating things that we as humans do. I guarantee everybody does it. And it's something that we just flat out can't help to do. Okay. I mean, that could be a million billion things. You got any guesses? Uh, I'll give you one, one chance. Sleeping? Oh, you're close. I already did sleeping, though. Today, we're going to learn about dreams. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So a dream is a sequence of images, feelings, thoughts, emotions, ideas, and or other sensations that occur during sleep. Visual imagery is typically the most common form of dreams, uh, but all senses can be involved uh, humans typically dream for around two hours each night with each dream lasting from anywhere from five to 20 minutes. If you go back and listen to episode 32, I just hinted at it. We covered sleep and the sleep cycles um, and dreaming usually occurs during the rapid eye movement or REM stage of sleep. During this stage, brain activity is high and it's similar to when we are awake. So it makes, you know, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, humans, however, do also dream during other stages of sleep. REM dreams are just the most intense. 
since REM sleep is something that can be detected in many mammals, it's thought that mammals can also dream. I definitely think mammals can dream. Dogs and I cats especially. No, for 100%. Certain. 100%. My dog was in the other room barking earlier because he was dreaming. Like, Bo has this little mix between a huff and a play bark, his really high-pitched bark, mm-hmm. um, that that he, like, whimpers and, like, kind of kind of thing, and he, like, twitches. And I, my dog dreams 100%. I 100%, know. yeah, I would agree. I wish I could see what he dreams about. Oh, same. I, um. I, honestly, I... I always try to like pet him when he's dreaming mm-hmm. and like I'm here because I'm always afraid it's something It's a bad. nightmare. Yeah, I'm ter- yeah. yeah. Interesting you use the word nightmare. So, okay. We're going to get we're going to touch on those. Okay. Um I want I've seriously thought about and I I want and I keep going back to it to start a dream journal. Um that is a journal or a book or something you keep right by your bed at night um and whenever you wake up from a dream you literally like write down as much as you can remember and then you go back to sleep interesting um, you say that too oh okay well i'm just gonna shut up um well it's not that interesting but it is interesting um everybody dreams in different ways uh but most dreams typically share certain commonalities Elements of waking life are almost always incorporated into the dream's content. Obviously, our brains need it as a building block. Um, However, the content may not make logical sense. The dream typically includes others who interact with the dreamer, and all this is typically viewed through a first-person perspective. Um, All of this is also created involuntarily by our unconscious brain. Scientists have realized that some people actually dream in color while others dream in black and white. I dream in color. I dream in color as well. They've also also observed that sound, smell, and taste typically are more in folk in the ugh, are typically more of a focus in the dreams of blind people. So people that are missing a sense, their other senses dominate the dreams, which is interesting to think about how our brains, you know, our brains are our brains. Our conscious self influences our dreams. Yeah. That's a ton. I, when you were doing this, did you happen to find any, like anything written by a blind person? I did Um, not. I wish I knew somebody that was blind. Um, just to ask them. Yeah. I'm very curious. Like, do you dream in pictures? Do you, do you see anything when you dream or is it? Well, yeah. Like, do you smell things when you yeah. dream? Like if, what? if you're dreaming about, you know, let, let's say somebody that was born blind that never saw, this is going to be a shitty, shitty scenario, but let's say somebody never saw their parents and, you know, the memory they have of their mother is like her baking. And, yeah. You know, they get that. Do they dream about that smell? That's, you know, that's so fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Um, <clears throat> throughout history, dreams have played very interesting roles in human societies and religions. Many ancient civilizations, including the Mesopotamians and the ancient Egyptians, 
Egyptians would would drastically alter their behaviors or lifestyles after very vivid dreams. Babylonians believed that good dreams were sent by the gods, while bad dreams were sent by demons. The early Greeks believed that their that dreams were how their gods would physically visit the dreamer, including the Greek god Morpheus, who uh, the Greek god of dreams, Morpheus, who they believed sent prophecies through dreams. Um, Judaism treats dreams uh, as an extension of life slash part of the experience of the world, and it thinks that there are lessons that can be learned from dreams. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, ancient Hebrews tended to associate their dreams as being the voice of God and believed, similar to the Greeks, that the good dreams were from God and the bad dreams were from evil spirits. You mean Babylonians? Huh? Was it the Greeks or didn't you say the Babylonians? Um, uh, yeah, it might have been the Greeks yep, had Morpheus the and the yep. Babylonians yep. did. I think, I, I think the Greeks believed that the good dreams were from the gods and the bad dreams were bad spirits too they just believed that the good dreams were actually the gods talking talking to them. to them the difference being that the hebrews there's one god and the greeks had many okay. um muslims and christians share a very similar belief to the hebrews uh if you consider how many actions were taken in the name of religion that were sparked by a dream quote sent from god you can really see how dreams have made quite the impact on human history. True. So I looked up, when I looked up types of dreams, I came across way too many cringy websites that were like interpreting dream nonsense. And it was, it was a little bit, I'll be honest, this episode, there wasn't as much information as I expected. So, um, I didn't go to any of these nonsense websites, but we will touch on actual dream interpretation a little bit. Uh, the most common scientific categories of dreams that I could find are lucid dreams, vivid dreams, recurring dreams, supernatural dreams, and nightmares. So we're going to start with l- lucid dreaming. Uh, a lucid dream is a dream in which the dreamer is aware that they're dreaming, but refuses to leave the dream. Whereas in a non-lucid dream, the dreamer is aware of objects and events taking place in the dream, but not of the dream itself. Like they feel like it's real. Yeah. Like they're, they're not asleep. They're, yeah. This is their life. And it's only fairly recently that scientists have started making strides in dream studies. So like I said, information's kind of... Limited. Um, scientists think that lucid dreams are caused by the by activity in the prefront, prefrontal cortex of the brain. This stems from non-lucid dreamers typically having minimal activity in this region of the brain during their sleep. Lucid dreaming almost exclusively takes place during REM sleep. However, scientists think that lucid dreams actually begin during non-REM sleep, which, I mean, that makes sense. That's the part, you know, the sleep in your brain is the most active, so. I have been able to lucid dream once in my life that I can recall. Yeah? And it was awesome. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you do? Do you remember? 
<laughs> you're gonna think of you're gonna cringe. You're gonna cringe so hard. Oh boy. Do I wanna know? Is it is it appropriate? I mean it's appropriate. Okay. Um I <laughs> I rode a giant wolf around town. Well, it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been, but that's um Yep, I made like a ginormous wolf, like bigger. Ginormous, like Clifford the Big Red Dog? Or yeah, like, like oh. bigger than a horse. Damn. Um, and I literally like rode on it and we walked around my hometown of Aurora, Colorado. Nice. And it was awesome. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Well, all right. <laughs> so um, interestingly, I did come across some stuff that uh, a couple websites where people were trying to teach you how to lucid dream. Um, so supposedly there are steps you can take to try to try to control that. Um, so, you know, if you're interested, be my guest. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them involve like going straight to bed and like not playing on your phone or anything. I, I honestly, I didn't read it. No. Um, in a lucid dream, uh, since the dreamer is aware they're dreaming, they're sometimes able to control the dream. This has led to a recent trend in self-induced lucid dreaming. People have used this technique to overcome fears, mentally heal themselves, and fulfill wishes. Despite these potentially helpful aspects, lucid dreaming, lucid dreaming has been known in some cases to blur the lines between dreaming and reality. It's kind of like a, a, a I'm gonna semi-spoiler alert here. It's almost like a real life inception, you know? Okay. Yeah. How how the lines were kind of blurred there. Yeah. Have um, you seen Inception? Yeah, I've seen it multiple times. It's a great movie. Shocking. Okay. <laughs> Tyler is so yes, fucking weird. I've I've never seen hardly any movies, but every every so often I surprise Megan. Yeah. With the one I have. Every so often. Um. Lucid dreaming has also been shown to negatively impact the dreamer's sleep hygiene. And no, I don't mean how like clean they are when they sleep. It Their rest cycles, how well rested they're being. Because their brains are Activer. active. They're higher levels of activity. So it's not they're not getting the rest they need. Um, so... Uh, the study of lucid dreams is relatively new, so not a ton of information is known. I do find this particularly, or this type of dream, particularly fascinating because I've never had one. Uh, it's estimated that only 55% of adults have ever had a lucid dream. However, 23% of people lucid dream at least once per month. So I guess if you get them, you really get them. Well... I've not had or like one if since. you unlock the secret of lucid dreaming, lucid dreaming, you will can... let you know if it ever happens again. Would love for it to. Yeah. I'll do I've, something cooler than ride a giant wolf. I have never, never even come close to it, but I'll touch a little bit more on my personal dreaming later. Uh, the next section or the next topic we're going to cover are vivid dreams. That's pretty straightforward, frankly. <laughs> It's uh, a very vivid dream. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, most dreams occur during REM sleep, which are typically longer and deeper during the later portion of sleep. So essentially, if you sleep a normal schedule, you know, you're five, six in the morning, right before you wake up is when you're going to be 
and deep REM sleep, that's when your dreams are going to be the strongest, the most vivid. Um, a few factors that can affect the vividness of a dream are any medication or certain medications, stress, sleep disorders or deprivation, fragmented sleep, substance abuse, and pregnancy. Vivid dreams are typically nothing to be concerned about unless they're causing the dreamer to not get a not get sufficient rest during the sleep. Which brings us to our next topic. Nightmares. Nightmares are a type of vivid dream that are threatening, upsetting, or otherwise bothersome that specifically causes the dreamer to wake up. Think of your typical falling dream and you wake up before you hit the ground. That That's a nightmare. Specifically a recurring nightmare if you have it multiple times. Um, the waking up part is the key to differentiating a nightmare from just having a bad dream. Uh, also, physical changes such as an increased heart rate and sweating typically accompany nightmares. And uh, these often result in dreamers waking up feeling anxious or upset. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Is um, there a difference between a nightmare and a night terror that you found? Yes, there is. Okay. Nightmares Sorry. are fairly normal, with some studies showing that 47% of the population has had a nightmare within the last month or had had a nightmare within the last month. Uh, have you? Um, I am sure I have. I can't remember, but I'm sure I have. I tend to get nightmares. Have you oh, yeah. woken up from a dream? Oh, yeah. A, a startled dream in yeah. the last month? Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. For sure at some point. I don't think I have. Really? Yes. Um, frequent nightmares, however, are more common in children than adults. And the most common ages for children to have nightmares are three to six years old. As with vivid dreams, these typically occur when REM sleep is the strongest towards the final part of the sleep period. Hmm. Nightmares can be caused by stress and anxiety, medications, withdrawal, sleep deprivation, and personal history of nightmares. Oh, excuse me. It's still being researched, but some scientists believe that there are links between genetics and nightmares, which can cause nightmares to, quote, run in a family. Oh, quote. wow. So you could be prone to nightmares because of your genetics, because your parents are prone to nightmares. Potentially. This is all, we're on the, we're on the New science. Edge. New yeah, science. New science. So in addition to nightmares, there's nighttime, there is nighttime disorders and sleep terrors, night. Oh, I'm sorry, nightmare disorder and sleep terrors. Nightmare disorder occurs when a person has frequent nightmares to the point where it interferes with their mood, sleep, and their ability to function when conscious. Sleep terrors occur during in-rim or non-rim sleep. They don't involve a full awakening, meaning that the dreamer is still asleep and if woken, will likely be disoriented. This is different from a nightmare where a person wakes up alert and very aware of what was just happening in the dream. So essentially, night terrors are like reoccurring bad dreams and nightmares are like you actually wake up and you hmm. you remember what was happening and you, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. AF. The next, next one is reoccurring dreams. Um, I really didn't have much to say on this one there. I couldn't find much. It's pretty straightforward again. 
uh, recurring dreams uh, combined with the previous types, and they can, you know, create recurring vivid dreams, recurring nightmares. I mean, yeah. So, do you have recurring dreams? I don't. I have in the past. I had a recurring nightmare when I was in that lovely three to six year old, maybe a little older range. Um, so the house I grew up in was a double wide trailer and my mom's bedroom was on the other end and I was on, um, obviously like we were on opposite ends of the house or bedrooms Mm -hmm. and there were two bedrooms at my end of the house and the master. And there was always, uh, this like zombie that would like walk out of the other bedroom past my door. And I knew it was trying to get to my mom's bedroom to get her. But I was too terrified to get out of bed and attack the zombie. That's horrible. I had that that dream like 10 times. That's horrible. I hate it. I hated that dream. I can still see it clear to this day. Wow. Um, Yeah. So I have had reoccurring nightmares when I was a little kid. Um, Not so much anymore. Uh, I I will talk about about my dreams later. Um, So I I won't spoil that. Okay. Okay. I might have mentioned it on here before, though. Supernatural dreams are dreams that go beyond natural human dreams. This category is highly debated, but I felt that a lot of people can probably relate, so I threw it in. Uh, There are a few types of these dreams, uh, the first of which I feel that I have very often. Premonition dreams, sometimes called deja vu, show the dreamer of quote-unquote vision of the future. This can range from mundane things to large-scale events, sometimes catastrophic. These types of dreams can occur at any age, but typically seem to concentrate in people between the ages of 15 and 25. Scientists don't currently understand the causes of deja vu, but it's estimated that 60 to 70% of people experience it, It's clearly a glitch in the matrix. That's what causes deja vu. But wait. Uh, The current theories on deja vu are that it is a quick malfunction of the brain's ability to differentiate between short and long-term memory, causing us to think that what we're experiencing in the short term is something from the distant past. While other scientists believe that part of the brain known as the rhinal cortex which is involved with detecting uh, familiarity, uh, they believe it's sometimes it's randomly activated without activating memory, The uh, what's called... They believe that the rhinal cortex, which is what we use to detect familiarity, sometimes randomly activates without activating the related me- or any related memory circuits, which are called hippo... Campbell, if that made sense. Yeah. Basically. Made sense to me. I got it. Basically, our brain possibly randomly just starts feeling familiarity without really having any memory associated with it. So we just latch on to our surroundings and say, oh, yeah, this looks familiar. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, I personally get deja vu uh, based on what I read uh, an uncommon amount. I typically get it a few times a year. And it's gotten to the point where I keep track of mundane dreams that I have uh, in case they do turn into deja vus. I don't dream hardly at all. 
very, very rarely do I dream. And when I do, you know, have a dream that I remember, especially one that's fairly mundane, that's not a vivid dream. I, it's, it's pretty easy for me to kind of store that and say, okay, I was here. I did this and I just had one. Um, it was a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago where I, I was the second half of it. I was in that situation and I don't remember I'm, I've got to start writing these things down because I've just been making mental notes, but I know that I had that dream six months ago. I 100% because I remember going, making a mental note of it. Like I was here doing this and this happened and I was in that spot doing the same thing, thing and the same random thing happened. And I was, you know, so I really do believe in premonition dreams. Um, maybe it's my brain playing a trick on me, but I feel like I'm a good study since I don't dream very often. And when I do remember stuff like that twice, you know? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, a second type of su- supernatural dreams are telepathic dreams. These are dreams in which the dreamers communicated with, uh, by or about a person elsewhere. I found one anecdote of this online, and this person said that their father had recently died, and that they wrote to a friend in Germany, just kind of informing them of of his passing and kind of talking about you know how they were grieving and the reply letter came and it said that the friend in Germany had had a dream about the the original letter writer and in the dream she was sad because her father had died and that this this friend in Germany had no way of knowing that the father had passed um so that was really the only anecdote i could find on this it's it seems very kind of Far-fetched to me, but, you know, I just said that I legitimately believe I've seen the future in my dreams. So the hell do I know? Um, (laughs) I I do know I've never had a dream like that, though. So Uh, thirdly, there are what's called shared dreams. Again, I don't know how confident I feel about this one. Um, This type of dream involves two people either interacting with one another in the same dream, kind of like uh, kind of like Inception, yeah. Um, or two people independently have the same dream. Never, never had this. Never met anybody who has. Like I said, I'm pretty skeptical on this one. But Sounds badass. If you've had one, and if you've, you know, if if you're sure or you think you have, reach out to us and let us know. Send us an email at contact at whiskeywonder.com. or comment on the video, or you know, however you want to get to us. Finally, there are visitation dreams. Uh, these are very vivid dreams, more so than your normal vivid dreams, that involve seeing or visiting with someone who's no longer in the dreamer's life. These are often highly vivid and typically revolve around someone recently deceased, a lost romantic partner, a friend, or a pet. I personally have had several of these, and one of which I had over five years ago, and I can still describe it to you just like I woke up from it. Um, so I'll give you a quick summary of the dream. Basically, it was I was going through a breakup. Um, let's see. This would have been 
I was in college. So I started school and this would have been like almost 10 years ago. I said five. It's almost 10. Oh my this God. Would, this We're so like 20, old. 2014. We're so old. Yeah. <laughs> this, was a, this was my college sweetheart uh, and, and I broke up and it was rough for me. And I remember this, this happened. Oh no, I remember it was five years later because this happened about three or four years after, after the, breakup. the breakup. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I dated other people and you know, I was just kind of in a spot. I hadn't been in a serious relationship really, but I had dated plenty of other people and kind of, I thought I had moved on. And I remember distinctly this, uh, I was at, uh, I don't remember exactly where we were, but I remember getting into a silver Chevy Suburban in the back passenger seat. And she was in the, the, the passenger seat in front of me in a wedding dress. And her mother was in the driver's seat. She was driving us. And they were telling me that I needed to be on my best behavior, that, you know, this was her special day. She was getting married to somebody else. And like... <laughs> and you're there. Yeah, for, for whatever reason, <laughs> I'm fucking there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, fine. Like, And I remember how, like, gorgeous she looked in, in the wedding dress. And, like, you know, it was it was just... It was a rough dream to sit there and be like, damn, like, I'm not over this girl, mm. you know, and... She's getting married, and she did end up marrying somebody else. I don't know if it's one of those, like, I had, you know. Did you dream the, her wedding I dress? Dream about, <laughs> did I dream about her wedding? I don't know. Um, but, you know, it. That's it's just weird. Like, I can tell you that. That, that probably happened, that dream, 2016, 2017. And I can still tell you in 2022, wow. you know, the details that I remember. Um and and that that was all the dream was like it was us getting in the car, or it was me seeing her, us getting in the car, and then her mom who never liked me, um, <laughs> berating me about, you know, this is her day. You be on your best behavior. Don't do anything. Blah blah blah. And I and me the whole time just being like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, have you ever had any kind of? Reoccurring dreams, any kind of oh. premonitions or or very vivid dreams, anything like that. I mean, I've that definitely, you share? I definitely have had very vivid dreams. Um, and like I said, I did that one lucid dream one time. Um, that's like my crowning victory of dreams. Um, I have had um, very vivid dreams. Um, I'm a person. I feel like I dream a lot. Uh, a lot of times I can't exactly remember my dream in the morning, which is kind of why I want a dream journal. Um, but I would say I dream multiple times a week. Um, and so one of, I can still remember the scariest in of what I remember of my dreams, the scariest dream I ever experienced. Um, I was a little kid. Like I... I don't even know. I had to have been in that three to six range. I don't even know if I was in school yet. Um, but I remember being, uh, 
Um, what the hell are those weapons called? The um, ninja stars. Nope, it's a a mace with spikes on it attached to a chain. What oh, the I fuck know what you're is talking that? About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? I couldn't tell you what the name of it is, but I know um, what you're talking about. I'm missing spike ball. <laughs> My D and D cred is like just. Um. So I was having this dream and. Uh, in Aurora, Colorado, there was this place called, I think it was called the Discovery Zone, and it was like a kid's, like, a fucking play park. Kind of um, like a Discovery Place? I don't know. What's Discovery Place? You've never been to Discovery Place? I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. Was it Discovery Place? I don't know. Discovery Place is in Uptown Charlotte. It's a place I used to go as a kid all the time. They, it's like a science center for kids. Oh, no. Um... No, that sounds really cool, but it was not anything sciencey. Oh, well, it they, was. They do this thing called uh, Science on the Rocks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, not not like Discovery Place. I think it was called Discovery Zone, and it okay. was. It's more like a Chuck E. Cheese or a Dave and Buster's. Like it was, oh. yeah, and it was like arcade games and. That's how you know you're a nerd when you get <laughs> let down by like yeah, it's more like Chuck E. Cheese and less like a place where you go to learn. <laughs> oh. Um. So there, we I was in this parking lot, and there was like a trampoline in the parking lot for some reason, and I was on the trampoline jumping, and these two men, um, like got up on the trampoline with me, and they had those ball stick chains. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say the thing from Men in Black. <laughs> when, why in the hell? I don't know. Oh, because uh, my hand movement? <laughs> yeah, just your hand movement. I was like, uh, so they got the ball and the chain thing? They uh, got the ball stick chain thing, and like they're jumping and like literally beating me to death with Jesus. it. Jesus. It was horrifying, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know, three, four. It was the scariest, most terrifying dream I've ever had. Um. And I, I remember it to this day. And I'm sure I've had like monster dreams and stuff that are scarier. But for some reason, that dream just affected my psyche um, and totally fucked me up. Yeah. I mean, I, I seriously have a, like two or three that I can, like I've, I've just, I've told two here on this podcast mm-hmm. that I can remember like I just woke up from them. Yeah. Um, I guess the, you could theoretically say the third one was when I died. But I don't really know how. how I don't I feel know if about that's that. a dream I or. That, I was under medicine. I was, I was yeah, under, that's. Mm, yeah, I was, that's, I was taking medicine that you don't dream with. So that's I tricky. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one, but I can still see it. Um, but I mean, I've, I, yeah, dream. Uh, this is one that has been on my list for a very long time. And I'm <laughs> really glad you did it because if I had done it and saw that was, there was like almost no research, I would have been very sad. And I would have probably gone into the like the cringy like if you have a moon in your dream, it is because you are yeah, struggling no, I'm with not dealing with that <laughs> bullshit. That's a bunch of horse shit if I've ever heard it. Uh, uh, so well, I'm I'm glad you said that because that's where actually where I, my my notes pick up. Um, okay, the science is actually pretty minimal on any of these types of supernatural dreams, but I thought they'd be at least worth mentioning since you know I figure I've got some interesting personal stories on those. I figure if anybody out there has any personal stories related to, to those types of dreams or any kind of dreams that you want to share with us, let us know. Um, I mentioned it earlier. So let's, let's touch on briefly the meaning 
of dreams. Um, again, as with most of the science surrounding dreams, we don't have definitive answers. Um, psychologists debate whether dreams provide insight into a person's psyche or if they're just, oh, excuse me, or if they're just inconsistent scenarios that don't re- reliably tell us anything. What scientists do agree on is that dreams often do relate back to waking experiences, even if things are misrepresented or changed in the dream. Some scientists also believe that dreams are a component of personal or psychological self-reflection. I personally tend to fall into this category uh, just based off of myself. And as I mentioned, I don't dream very often. And I know when I dream a lot consistently that my subconscious is trying to talk to me. It's trying to tell me something. Um, Like, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, About two weeks ago, maybe, maybe three, I had three dreams that I could remember in a single week. I can tell you the last time I had a month where I could remember three dreams. And it was right after we lost a team member at work and I was taking on, I had all the pressure of taking on uh, a lot of that person's field work and not having worked with those instruments before. And I I was just very stressed out. And I, I knew from the way I was sleeping, I was, I knew I was sleeping because I was dreaming, but I was, dead tired. I wasn't restful. And just between the dreams and that, I could tell that I was not, I was stressed out and I was not functioning and I needed to, to seriously find a way to, uh, me and my therapist talk about filling my bucket. So, you know, so I spent the last couple of weeks trying to fill my bucket on some stuff, but, um, uh, where do I leave off here? Self-reflection. I tend to fall in this category based on my personal experiences. Um, at the end of the day, scientists just don't know enough about dreams to accurately interpret them or to understand the details on why we have them. Um, I, I mentioned this several times, but if you do have any interesting dream stories that you want to share, we would absolutely love to hear them. For so sure. Let us know. Contact at whiskeywonder.com. Con, uh, comment on YouTube. Comment on, uh, I usually post on Reddit on the podcasting forum to get this thing out there. You know, just let us know. Yeah, let us know. We Tell definitely us. want to hear your dreams. Yeah. So. Um, I know my my idol, um, like the person I probably admire the most in the world as far as like, people I'll never get to like talk to or no go uh, Stephen King uh, and Stephen King has said that a lot of his books have come from his dreams. Um, and I mean, I, he is, you know, if you could have like a dinner or, or be stuck in an elevator with anyone um, dead or alive, who would it be? And Stephen King is someone I would love to just sit and talk to for like hours I've been stuck in an elevator. It is not fun. <laughs> I don't care who's in there. It's not fun. Um, I, I I just want to make a quick little comment um, because it sounds like you are opposite of me. Like I said, I don't dream very much. Um, Shelby dreams all the time. 
every single morning almost she's telling me about what she dreamed about and i'm like i cannot relate to that one bit i i just i don't know how to like that's so foreign to me i feel like i would be really upset if i didn't dream as often as i do and i would love to dream more than i do i heard a good would you rather a couple weeks ago on another podcast and i'll pose it to you now because it's it's relatable it was something to the effect of would you prefer to never dream again or have nightmares every it was either uh, all but two nights a week and you have the most amazing dreams those two nights but you have nightmares the rest of the week or you just don't dream which would you rather have uh well huh. I know. I'll give you time to think. I'm, I think I know yours. <laughs> I would never dream because I'm already fairly used to that. So, uh, and and frankly, my nightmares are not. It's weird to. Oh God, this is making me examine myself, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to do it in front of everybody. So you're going to come along for the ride. My night. My nightmare as a kid was about a monster. It was something that I couldn't fight or defend or or wasn't protected. I couldn't protect the, those that I care about from. But as I've gotten older, my nightmares are about people that I have lost that, you know, that, that I cared a lot about. So it's kind of changed, but in a different way. It's not that I've lost them to a monster or anything like that. Like I, they've just gone out of my life for a various reason. So it's very similar, but it's also very different. It's interesting how my dreams and my nightmares specifically have changed throughout the yeah. years. Um, well, I would rather have nightmares every night except two nights a month or whatever it was. Um, oh, no, it was two a week. Oh, two a week? Yeah, oh, so, fuck yeah. So Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five nights of nightmares, two nights a good dream. Oh, hell yeah. Every time. Yeah? Yep. Um, my nightmares... I cannot remember how often I have nightmares about like actual monsters or things like that. Um, but if I had a nightmare five days a week, I mean, maybe I would become the next Stephen King and I'd write some amazing books. But um, maybe the nightmares I do remember. Um, and this probably says something about something in my subconscious or my blacked out past or something my nightmares that i always remember involve being attacked by a man or men in various mm. forms um and so the one the worst nightmare i've had in recent memory that literally i called it a night terror because i was under the um apparently the wrong assumption um but it was like I woke up like screaming and like actually like gasping and like Houston got like scared and didn't, didn't know if I was okay or not. Um, I had, there was a dude like pulling me out of my car window, out of my driver's seat window. Um, and I was driving and like he was keeping up with the car and he was literally like pulling me out of my car. And that was the scariest fucking dream I've had in a long time that I can yeah. remember. But... If I had to have that dream five nights a week, 
But then two nights a week, I got to ride a giant wolf. <laughs> I'm, I'm riding the giant wolf those two nights a week. Oh, my God. Makes up for no, it. <laughs> I'm, uh, so I have 100% tried. I realize this about myself. I have built this wall up. I don't let people in. I don't get overly emotional with people. Really? Yeah. No shit, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would never know that. And that's why I would choose not to dream is because I can't control my emotions and I can't control. I see people that were inside the wall before the wall was there mm. that absolutely just wrecked my emotions again. Oh, you shit. Know? So that I would not pick that mm. ever. Mm. I will take being a cold, emotionless robot all day long over being an emotional <laughs> human. Oh, we are so different. Yes, we are. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, we'll stop talking about dreams, guys. We're, we're pushing an hour and 12 here. so Wow, Tyler, this yeah. is not short and sweet. It, uh, well, I, so there, there were some things that the, 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 the notes were short on, but I knew like we could talk we could about converse. our dreams and, yeah. and make it an actual conversation. Yeah. So. This was a good-ass yeah. well, topic, I'm, my I'm friend. I'm Fucking also, awesome. I'm also happy to steal one off yeah. of your list, too. Yeah, yes, you did. Oh, I'm going to have to go into Word yeah, when you're done. That's the second one. Second yeah, it one is. I was stolen. So. Yep, Violet Jessup in this one. Yeah. Sucker. All right. All right, let's move it on. If I can find the button. Trivia with Tyler. All right. I've been waiting for this trivia. Three weeks. For a long time. After three weeks of buildup, are you ready? I'm ready. This better oh, be good. Oh, it better be. I need a drum roll. I don't have one. I just have the this. <laughs> That's not a drum roll. <laughs> That's not a drum roll. Um, all right. Due to casino dis distributions, every Seminole Indian child born is a multimillionaire when they turn 18 years old. What? I'll, re <laughs> I'll read that again. Due to casino distributions, every Seminole Indian child born is a multimillionaire when they turn 18 years old. So like Indian reservation casinos, basically. Yeah, they like... They spread the wealth spread out the to wealth the out. community or whatever? Yeah. And a new child born who is, I'm assuming, full-blooded hit... Seminole. I'm assuming I, you I have to be full-blooded. I, I don't think there's anything such as a full-blooded anything. Oh, anymore. well, nowadays, no. But I'm assuming you have to, you can't be like one-twelfth. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, but, man. You have to hire a non-native chief executive for the gambling operations. Uh, looking for it. By 2016, this happy business the wealth for the tribe with a little <laughs> over 4,000 members. Um, he helped them accrue more than $5 billion in revenue from the various operations. Billion with a B. 23,000. Thanks to his efforts, every tribe member gets $128,000 Per year distributed through bi-weekly payments. Before Alan took the helm, the members received only $30,000. Well, Besides fuck. the help, the hefty paychecks, members also get access to free private school and college fees, senior citizen care, and universal health care. By the time Seminole children attain 18 years, they're multimillionaires. 
because the child and the parents are not allowed to withdraw any cash from the trust funds until the kids are adults. Well, so damn. That, that gentleman's name was... Uh, so I'll read you what I skimmed. Uh, the Seminole Tribe of Florida may be guarded about sharing tribal information with outsiders, but they were smart enough to hire a non-native chief executive for their gambling operations. In 2006, Jim Allen enabled the tribe uh, to control the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino after beating 72 bidders. The Seminoles uh, thought he had gone crazy, but by 2016, the savvy business executive had managed to amass lots of wealth for the tribe with a little over 4,000 members. He helped them accrue more than $5 billion in revenue, and that's where I started reading. Wow. So that was a good one. That's I, a very that good one. It. That was awesome. That's I'm, amazing. I'm happy for the Seminoles. Hell yeah. Fuck. I, a part of me is like jealous, and then I think about, <laughs> and then I think about the horrible, Manifest awful, destiny. terrible things white people did, and I'm like, no, they deserve it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold it against them. No. So. Wow. Well, congratulations, Seminole people, if you're listening. Yes. Sorry yes, right. about all the shit people did to you. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to apologize because I, I didn't have any control over that. I mean. So anyway, we'll move <laughs> it on. Have you added water to yours? I added a couple drops, but I've not drunk. Okay. I I want you to drink and tell me what you think before I tell you what you... What? No. I want you to drink and tell me what you think before... before. you tell me what I think? <laughs> Fuck me. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, that was a Megan noise. God damn it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> then I made a noise right the fuck after. <laughs> I know. God. Lord. <laughs> um, that tastes uh, a lot less orangey and a lot more vanilla-y. Yes, it turned it so sweet. Yes, it did. Um, it. I don't think it's vanilla. I think it's butterscotch. It tasted like straight fucking butterscotch. Um, no, it's vanilla to me. It mm. is. I don't... I. I just ate a bunch of Werther's while I was out at my grandparents, too, and it does not remind me of a Werther's. Okay, well, it reminds me of a Werther's, okay. but either way, the orange is sweet, gone, and yeah. it is sweet as candy. Yeah. Um, wow. Very fucking good with water. Definitely want to try with um, an ice ball or whatever. Um, so, <laughs> good luck finding it, number one. <laughs> I have found this in the wild Exactly one time, and I was in South Carolina, and they wanted like a hundred and fifty or hundred and sixty dollars for the bottle. So, and, and MSRP is like sixty. Uh, yeah, it's like fifty to sixty ish. Oh man! So, if you can find it, it's worth it. Um, so again, I want to shout out to John, John T. Thank you, friend for, Johnny T. Oh my God, that is good. Yeah, thanks, John, for hooking us up with this. Uh, this was delicious. He has told me multiple times that this would be his everyday bottle if um, if it was easy to find, and I I definitely get why I mm -hmm. I could uh, I could jump on board with this and you know maybe yeah. I, maybe I will one day this week. Uh, matter of fact, I know I will. I'll, I'll share it with my uh, some other whiskey friends I have on 
Thursday. That is very nice of you. Yeah. I, 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 one of my favorite things about uh, whiskeys is sharing it with people and, and experiencing. So, hell, maybe one of these days before we make it any, any, any ridiculously huge or anything like that when I, you know, would be cool with people coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have have some listeners in to share this with other than people we cool. know. That'd be pretty cool. You know, so. Yeah. Our but, meeting at, when we are big and huge, we can do it at like, we can rent out a. Uh, we'll a, have an a, office space by then. We won't be doing this out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I totally agree. This, if I could find it and it was not $150, it would be my di- my daily everyday drinker. It's good. It is really fucking good. Um, I liked it with water. I liked it without water. I liked it shooting. I liked it sipping. I, I do not recommend shooting it. It is not a shooter because it's so fucking good. Um, well, what's your number? I'm sure you can guess it. No, it's not. It's a 10. Wow. <laughs> you wanted to use that so bad. I did. I You saw my finger sitting over here waiting mm-hmm. on it, too. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, that is Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Nobody can do it just like him. No, Owen Wilson and is the king. And let me tell you, seriously, when I went through looking for that sound effect, there was literally an A to Z of Owen Wilson Wiles. There were 20... How many of them? 20, 26 letters in the uh, For some reason, I was thinking 23. There are 26 different wows from Owen Wilson. So, Wow. Wow. Um, Megan is... is if I could... 10 crazy. I, well, I'm not 10 crazy, but I do give a lot of 10s. If I could, if you would let me, I would fucking smuggle this bottle out of here and take it home. Like hell you are. (laughs) (laughs) I said if I could. (laughs) If I could, I Uh, would. I will I will make uh I'll see if if friend John has uh, a way to find another bottle and we'll talk off air. Maybe I can through him I can find another bottle for you. Like hell yeah. Um fucking good. So uh, I don't mean to volunteer you for that, John. So we'll <laughs> we'll uh we'll talk. But um yeah, keep your eye out for it because it does come in from time to time. You just gotta be there the right right day, right time at the ABC store when they get it in. Mm, so mm, mm. uh I guess on that note, guys, I gotta give my number and I am going to um Oh, Megan and her tens. That really puts the pressure on me because then I'm like, I don't know where to go. But I'm going, I'm, I'm going a nine. Oh, a nine from Tyler. A nine. And I need to check here, but that might be. It is not the highest you've, well, it might be the highest you've given, but you've given nines before. We've looked. Are you certain on that? Because I don't see a nine on here. I am. It's so sure, certain. I I know what my favorite one on this list we've done prior to this has been, and I uh, don't believe I gave that a nine. 
I did not. I gave that an eight and a half. You gave it a nine. What? You've never... I don't think I've given a nine. Um, let's see. Find on page. <laughs> you can't search a nine because you've given a billion I can do nines. T-9. Oh. Zero out of zero results. Yep, this is the highest whiskey I have ever given. You've given eight, eight, or nine eights. Damn, never mind. Now I've given a couple eight and a halves, too. 8.5. Yeah, I've given at least one. You've given one. Okay, yeah. Wow. That wow. Was, that was the Woodford Reserved uh, Double Oaked in episode 16. So this wow. is... Wow. Uh, this is... Uh, wow. Yeah, there you go. I forgot you have a button, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is also a. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> we'll get both of those in there. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. I am. <laughs> that was a good, good choice to get before. Like, wow. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm. That's, that's fucking good. Hell yeah, it is. That's All right. damn good. Uh, if you see Eagle Rare anywhere, uh, definitely pick it up. Uh, if anyone loves us enough, which Tyler's going to say no, don't, but I'm going to say it. If anyone loves us enough to find a bottle of Eagle Rare 17 year aged and buy it for $1,200, grab it for us. <laughs> Tyler says, no, don't do it. I can't even find the button for that. <laughs> yeehaw, yeehaw. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to. Uh, no. Well, who am I kidding? No, don't spend that much money on whiskey. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like they're like, how about this? It, Buffalo Trace, if you would like to send us a bottle, please reach out to us. We would be happy to review it. So far, you're doing pretty damn good. Yeah, truth. So, um, nobody, we would love it forever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are there are limits to how much money I think I would spend on whiskey, though. So, if if you're rich and you want to do it, then. You you do you with your money, pal, or lady pal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, guys. All right, uh, it is time to get out of here. Thank you for joining us for another fantastic week of whiskey and wonder. Uh, hopefully, next time we won't take three tries before we get it rolling. But you guys didn't know that. No. <laughs> um, Tyler, good job on this episode. Uh, and thank you to everyone who donates, all of our patrons, um, liking, supporting, subscribing us. You uh, make this possible and keep us being able to do what we do. So we appreciate you guys so much. We thank you, and uh, we ask that you don't drink and drive. Cheers. Oh, that was a mega noise. God damn it. <laughs> Finally.